Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says, Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, it is good to be together today. Uh, if we have not met, my name is Brenton, and um, if you haven't turned already to Hebrews chapter 4, you can go ahead and turn there. Uh, that's going to be our text for today. Um, I'm one of the pastors here at VBF. I am not our main preaching pastor. That would be Greg, and uh, Pastor Greg is really incredibly uh, generous and kind in uh, his preaching and allowing others to preach. Um, and giving opportunities for other elders to preach. And I think that's rare. I, I think that um, uh, doesn't happen often. And so we determined uh, that he was going to allow me to preach uh, two weeks of our Christmas series. And it was going to be the first and the third week. Uh, but this week he came down sick and um, got whatever has been going around. And so uh, we ended up switching our weeks. So he will finish the Christmas series uh, with next week and then Christmas Day. Um, and he's doing all right. He's, he's on the mend, um, but he's home today, and I, I believe he's watching with us, so we can pray for him as well. Um, if you missed last week, let me tell you about the series that we're in. We've titled it The Coming of the Divine, and we're focusing not on one of the specific accounts of Jesus' birth in the Gospels, but rather we're focusing it on the big idea behind Christmas, the idea that God became man, that the divine took on flesh and blood. And each week in the series, we're asking and answering a different question to, to, to lead us to a different angle on this truth that God became man. And so last week, we talked about uh, the question, who is coming? And we looked at the fact that Jesus was the promised and prophesied Messiah who came, but who is also coming again. And that when he comes again, he will rule and reign as king over all. His reign will be righteous, he will establish peace, and he will bring man back into relationship with God. He will restore our relationship to God. This week, our question is, how did he come? But before we get started, let's pray together. Dear Father, you are beyond our comprehension. You are infinite in your glory. Uh, even in your nature as a triune God, one essence and three persons. And when we come to Christmas, we come to this reality that is truly wonderful, beautiful, and beyond our comprehension that you took on flesh and blood. And so, Lord, as we 
come to your word today, help us to understand. Help us, Lord, to see your glory. Help us, Lord, to be in awe and help us to be encouraged by the truth of your word today for those that are yours. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I heard a story on a TV show a couple years ago, and it went like this. There's a guy walking down a street when he falls in a hole, and the walls are so steep he can't get out. A doctor passes by, and so the guy shouts up to him, hey, you, can you help me out? The doctor writes a prescription, tosses it down in the hole, and moves on. Another uh, guy walks along this time. It's a priest. And so the guy shouts up, Father, I'm down in this hole. Can you help me out? The priest writes out a prayer and throws it down in the hole and moves on. Then a friend walks by. The guy says, hey, Joe, it's me. Can you help me out? And the friend jumps in the hole. The guy says, are you stupid? Now we're both down here. The friend says, yeah, but I've been down here before, and I know the way out. I believe this story uh, illustrates something powerful. I believe it's used in AA, actually, uh, sometimes. And it demonstrates a powerful truth. It demonstrates the idea of solidarity. Uh, That might not be a word we use often. It's the idea that someone understands what we're going through. They're with us in it. And they help us from the perspective of having been through it before. Have you ever been in a difficult season in your life? Maybe a trial of some kind, you've gone through something hard, and somebody comes to you and they're, they're trying to help you, and you know that they have the best of intentions, but you can tell that they don't understand. That can be a hard feeling to feel misunderstood. And that person might have the best of intentions. But when someone does truly understand what we're walking through, it can be extremely encouraging to us. As we come to the question today, how did he come? How did the divine come? We could approach it a couple different ways. We could say he came in a manger from Mary with the shepherds. But as we're doing in this series, we're we're focusing on what the big idea is. How did he come? Well, the answer might seem simple, but it's really not. He came as a man. The divine came as a man. And today we're going to look at a passage of scripture in Hebrews that focuses on Jesus' divinity and his humanity, but it shows us some powerful things about what it means for Jesus to be fully man. And it has powerful implications for our relationship with God today. So our passage is from the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews was written to Jewish Christians, and the writer is both warning them and encouraging them to hold fast to Jesus, lest they be tempted to go back to Judaism, uh, back to the old rituals, back to the old sacrificial system, back to the old covenant. And the writer shows throughout the book that Jesus is better than all these things, that he fulfills all these things, and that he is greater than all of them. 
And so in that context, let's look at verse 14. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. So in this verse, we learn something about Jesus. We learn that he is a high priest. And that's a theme all throughout Hebrews, and so we need to take a second to explore it. What is a high priest? Well, if we actually just look down like three verses in chapter 5, verse 1, Hebrews kind of tells us, it says, For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. So a priest is appointed to represent the people to God. We could think of it as a lawyer for heaven, so to speak. He represents people before the court of God, and he brings gifts and sacrifices to God on behalf.